0: And we are live, Longwooded Spiel, episode fifteen, coming at you once again from uh, Chatsworth. Um, here we are, everyone. It's uh, we're going to do the same thing that we usually do. We're going to go around the circle, introducing everyone. Obviously, uh, Derek Lee Ramsey here. Yo, 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 Mike G here. William Blevins, Billy. That's right. All right. So uh, once again, everyone, um, we're going to try our best to stick to that one-hour marker as we stated in the last pos- in the uh, in the last podcast. So uh, bear with us in case we go over it, but I'm pretty sure we're uh, we're on point this time. All right, we have we have we have a list of topics. Mm-hmm. We have we have times per topic. So uh, I'm gonna I want to
1: do about three hours.
0: About three hours? Yeah. I think we're about we're gonna end up doing about three hours, just I, not today. I gotta go to work. Um, I gotta go to work. Yeah, right. So. Okay, so we're gonna dive right in. Um, <clears throat> start things off. We're gonna talk about um, a Juliana Opinion versus Valentina. Shelvenco. 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 Do we get that? <coughs> I <Shilvanco>? think so. <laughs> I think so. Shlankin? Anyways, um, they're fighting this coming Saturday on a uh, free on Fox over in uh, Denver, Colorado. Is that where they're yes. fighting? Yeah. yeah, they're fighting oh, Denver, high, Colorado. High altitude. That's right. Um, so let's just dive right in, guys. Like, what? What's, your, what's your take on end. it? I got the Russian bullet. You got the Russian bullet, Bill. I got the Russian bullet too. I think yeah. she's gonna knock her out. You know I, I, what? I'm just going to have to play devil's advocate just to kind of keep the podcast interesting. We all can't agree on one thing. but uh, You can make an argument for pain. I mean, I, I mean, you, yeah, I'll tell you, you what. I'm, like argument. I mean, I, I, you no, no, still... for sure. I'll just bring up points on why I think uh, Juliana... Track. Yeah, exactly. So you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? I, I, I can just bring up points of right. why Juliana Pena can fucking offer a lot of serious threats to Valentina. Sure. And then, um, but yeah, so... But yeah, man, it's gonna be a really good fight, no matter how you cut it. Um, Juliana Pena, obviously, her striking is gonna be—it's probably gonna be her weakest point in that fight, like as far as like her her weakest skill set as as uh, compare compar- exactly in comparison to, to the uh, to, to Valentina. I mean, dude, Valentina was what a fourteen,
2: seven, a uh, seventeen different uh, titles, yes. striking titles. So that's internationally. That's across insane the, across the world.
0: Why does he always have to introduce? It's always, himself? it's always good timing when he always hey, stop it. Stop it. So <laughs> sorry about that. That is my dog Achilles barking. He loves to do this right as I start the podcast almost every fucking time. <laughs> um, he doesn't know, bro. So he yeah. has it to make a point.
2: Stop jumping on the
0: couch.
1: He's just trying to save our lives.
0: Yes, I possibly, possibly. But either way, and we'll uh, scare a man. Either way, fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> going back, going back. Juliana Pena, uh, her her strongest uh, skill set going into this fight has to be her ground game. I mean, jiu-jitsu. she her jiu jitsu is on jiu-jitsu, point, jiu-jitsu. and not just that, but she has this really aggressive style where, uh, I, in the scramble, she somehow creates a way to end up on top, and then when she hits, she really puts her whole body into each punch, mm-hmm. and that's something that Valentina's like fallen, you know, victim to when she fought um, Amanda Nunez. Amanda pretty much did the exact same thing. Uh, they were standing in the first round. I'm pretty sure Amanda Nunez figured out pretty quickly. Okay, you know, Valentina is a little bit more skilled than I am. And then she worked the ground game. She took her down. She beat her up. Uh, and that kind of carried its way into the third round. And then by the time Valentina was able to get back up from each takedown, uh, she wasn't able to do that much uh, to like, on her feet. Just based off, you know, her conditioning. I'm sure she was a little tired. I'm sure, her muscles and her arms were really full sure. of blood from all the pushing and pulling and all this other crap. That she really couldn't uh, put that much on her, to where she could, you know, possibly won the fight, end of the fight, or won in the uh, in the eyes of the uh, of the judges. So it's it's a tough fight. Valentina's weakness for sure is a ground game. Juliana Pena's that's tip. seems to be her specialty. That's where she's won most of her fights. So striker I, versus grappler, would you say? Classic striker versus grappler uh, matchup
2: here. I think all valid points. I think if she does get it to the ground, especially with the five round fight that it should be, right as the main event. Uh yep. it, was it not? Yeah. Five rounder. Uh yeah, if she if she can get it get her to get the Russian bullet down to the ground, tire her out, get those arms tired, kinda of nullify that striking uh that she has, then then sure. I just think personally that Juliana Pena Juliana did I say that Juliana? Juliana Pena. Uh I mean she did come off she's coming off a big win over Kat Zangano, but before that I don't know if she has the, the sort of resume that the Russian bullet has. Uh, this is going to be her first main event, like the first time she's the headliner. Uh, so she might have that, you know, a little bit uh, starstruck, you know, a little bit, uh, you know, we don't, we don't know if the moment will be too big for her. We don't know that. And uh, we'll see. Like you said, she does put everything into her strikes. So maybe a more calculated striker like the Russian might be able to pick her apart.
1: I think the Russian's going to pick her apart. And not only would she win in striking, but she would also win in a gunfight. Definitely win, the <laughs> Definitely win
0: that gunfight. Definitely win that
1: gunfight. I think she'd win yeah. in a gunfight against Juliana Pena's boyfriend, who's a cop. Oh, that's, <laughs> a, that's a hell that's of a statement. That's yeah. a good. That's a good point to bring yeah. up
2: too. That uh, Derek Derek brought up earlier was, uh, and he he just showed us the behind the scenes on on this uh, this fight card and that. That Pena moved 30 hours from her hometown. Uh,
0: yeah, and she uh, she's at, well, not necessarily a new training camp, because I think she's been training out of Chicago, which kind of made it easy for her. Oh, uh, okay. But she's at least a permanent uh, fighter at that camp. Like, she's not going to move around anymore. Started a new relationship, moved in with a guy. Um, obviously, when you move in with someone, it's going to get serious. Stressful. So, yeah. I mean, when so, she
2: says permanent camp, does that mean that, you know, what if they break up? You know what I mean? That's like, was She was gonna, going to that training camp anyway. Yeah. So. Oh, so. Before.
0: Uh, That's probably how she met yeah,
1: him. So exactly, ah.
2: she was already going to Chicago
1: to train.
0: Uh-huh. So, uh huh. So so yeah, there's just I feel like there's a, a lot of distractions going on right now in her life. So possibly that could affect her fighting skill. That could put her mind somewhere else. But then again, um, some people handle that differently. Like you know, if somebody gets into a relationship that they really care about, <clears throat> and this person for whatever reason brings out a certain joy or. Uh, extra motivation out of that out of that fighter or that person or what, whatever whatever endeavor you're getting yourself into sometimes starting a new relationship can help out with that you know yeah. sometimes I yeah. mean whenever I don't know it's just it's just a random thought but I, I like to think that maybe she's using that as in like I don't want to get fucked up on top of starting this new uh. serious relationship. Well, it's not necessarily a new relationship, but she moved in with the guy. Well, also, yeah. and if
1: she moved there, like, that's ultimately going to make her training camp easier anyway.
0: That too. Like- uh, Again, yeah, th- th- there's a lot of good things about it too, but... At the same time she's dealing with a fucking monster in Valentina. Monster. That's what I'm saying. She's a Who's just by
1: her fucking self in the wilderness. I mean straining
0: in the mountain Shit. range, eating lemons.
2: <laughs> she just tagged up Holly Holmes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like
0: that that let's just be
2: if we're talking about names, she she's fought Amanda Nunez, she's already gone to a decision against Amanda Nunez, came back in that fight from from all intents and purposes and won the third and final round mm-hmm. against Amanda Nunez, the new champ. Uh, I mean she she took out Holly Holmes. Uh, I'm. I just think she's been in big fights, and it's a whole different beast than Juliana Pena has ever seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me, this is a title caliber esque <laughs> fight because uh, I mean, Julianna Pena has no shortage of confidence for this fight. She has no shortage of confidence. Period. She thinks she's the pound for pound best. Uh, so this will be a real test. I'm yeah. curious to see what it's happens. It's
0: gonna be fun. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Speaking of Valentina, though, uh, remember what I mentioned earlier today about how her. About how, blah, blah, about how Valentina <laughs> Shilvanko and her coach got into a gunfight? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so I looked concealed into that. Carry, right? Yeah, I looked into that. So she was visiting. She was fighting out in Peru or something or training out there. And she decided to go out and have dinner with her coach. So they're out there having dinner at this restaurant. And then just like Pulp Fiction style, dude, some dudes ran in with guns and started robbing the restaurant owner. And then started going table to table taking everyone's shit. Oh, shit. I know, right? So,
2: Total Pulp Fiction
0: Yeah exactly So Valentina's coach Fucking being the badass that he is He has a concealed carry So he told hey go hide And then Valentina did some shit where she hid And then uh, there's no exact uh, like story behind who shot first But what they're saying is that What Valentina said is that the perk As he got closer to the table He noticed that homeboy had a gun So coach opened fire There was like a firefight oh, there for a second Unfortunately the coach got hit Oh but- shit he didn't die or anything He just um, So immediately as he got hit The the, the robbers left Because I'm assuming They didn't expect anyone To actually have a fucking gun yeah. And then Valentina went mm-hmm. out Helped him She picked him up Went out <laughs> and got a cab Got a fucking cab A taxi cab To go to the nearest hospital Nice And Shit. they fucking rode a cab And then got him in the hospital And uh, he's fine now but, Yeah it's cheaper than an yeah, ambulance Yeah So they asked They, <laughs> yeah. they said uh Do you have any training in anything like that? And so that's when, that's how I even found out that she had training with like fire, like firearms and all that. She has like competitive shooting. Yeah. But the thing is, is like, she said, but I've never been in a real life situation like that. So, uh, everything that happened was just instinct. Like I wasn't really thinking nor, and she said, nor was I scared really. I wasn't really scared. It was just, everything was just instinctual. Like I just knew what I had to do and, uh, help my coach out. But yeah, what a fucking badass, right? She is. I mean, yeah, her and her coach, like motherfucker had a gun and was like, you know what? I think I can take these guys (laughs) and just pull that out. And then, I mean, he didn't, I don't know if he hit the guy. Maybe maybe he did. I don't know. Where was this again? Do you know? Is it in Russia? Uh, No, it was in Peru. In Peru. Okay. I believe it was Peru. I can double check because I have that right here. I'm going to be the Jamie of this podcast. For those of you that watched Joe Rogan's experience, you know what I'm talking about. Um, Yeah, it was Peru. Joe Rogan. Peru. So, uh, really interesting. I don't know. So, that's kind of a cool story.
1: because want to go into the... Uh,
0: yeah, so we're, I'm trying to do 10 minutes of fucking uh, of uh, talking dude, point. Dude,
1: look at that timing. Yeah.
0: So, Donald Cerrone versus Jorge Masvidal. Guys, who do you get? First off, who do you get? And why? Oh, I got uh,
1: Cerrone just because he has been active and he's been on a win streak. And if he's active and doesn't have a long time off, I mean, he, you know, does everything, you know... Right when he's in there and he's and he's training like this and at 170 he's so healthy that I, I think he's going to end up uh, finishing George uh, whether it be by knockout or he's going to end up choking him unconscious gotcha. but I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure he's going to end up finishing the fight especially a three round fight because he doesn't have to worry about gas that much especially being that he's from high altitude he's gotcha. trains in high altitude
2: mm-hmm. so. yeah Oof, man I. There's like a part of me that wants to say exactly what Billy said. But then there's also a part of me that goes, you know what, Masvidal is a tough, tough guy. Uh, I think it's going to stay on the feet uh, pretty much throughout. Like 90% of this fight should be on its feet. I think both guys are really great strikers. I think both guys are going to land in this fight. Um, and I just think it's going to be a great fight. I, I give Masvidal uh, a chance to knock out Cerrone uh, maybe in the first half of the fight. But uh, once it goes past that first uh, round and a half, then uh, and if it goes, I think it'll go to the decision. And I think Cerrone, being the hometown favorite, will get the edge if it goes to decision. But I give Masvidal a a striker's chance in the first round and a half.
0: That's fair. That's definitely fair. Um, Masvidal was right on one thing. I think his wrestling is better. Uh, For those of you that haven't watched it yet, uh, YouTube is showing the road to the octagon, uh, leading up with leading with the three main event or the three main fights on the on the main card. Um, yeah, so Ma- Masvidal stated on that on that little video that he thinks his striking's better, and then his wrestling's better, and uh, his heart or some shit <laughs> like that. Everything, um, is, everything yeah, that matters in a fight is better. I don't know about the striking part. I think um, Cerrone has shown he has more tools during a moment like an actual fight, as far as when the lights are on and the cameras are rolling and people are paying attention. If you pull out the certain tricks that Cerrone has pulled off, you know, like that's that's a high caliber striker. Masvidal has shown great striking. Uh, But a lot of it's more basic boxing, Mm -hmm. and I don't mean that in a negative way, I honestly mean that as in for what it sounds like, which is like it's very, very fundamental. Yeah, the the, the fundamentals are are there, there's no flashy movement, there's no wasted movement, there's no um flashy kicks or wind up, like no wind up. Everything's just short, crisp, very textbook, very, very textbook. Okay, and that's something that is really good at, like he's really good with those short. Short uh, combinations where he's not winding up on, he's not putting a lot of power, but he's landing like three or four shots, and then the one yeah. shot that he lands that he really wanted to land, uh, being the the shot the, the shot that he set up would be a body shot. Like he's really known for his hooks. He's got those really looping hooks, those looping hooks to the liver. You know what I mean? Like he's got he, he's, he's got great positioning, but it's gonna be really hard. <coughs> excuse me, it's gonna be really hard backing Cerrone into a corner where his back is against the fence and it, and it allows. Um, Masvidal To land those body shots Where I'm sure We all can agree That Cerrone's Main Main weakness Has been body shots Body shots That's how yeah. fucking yeah. <laughs> Make that body rock Yeah I mean dude He's lost to Jafio Dos Anjos mm-hmm. started, started with a body shot Yep Anthony Pettis Started with a body shot um, So we'll see Also
1: All these fights That he lost Because a body shot Were at 155 Yeah Where yeah, he's way good. less healthy That
2: is a good point And he's dehydrated And very that's, good a, that's, point. A, that's a good point. Now yeah. he's
1: hundred percent hydrated. Mm-hmm. Probably not cutting an ounce once he gets to oh, fight man. time. I I really
2: yeah. You're right. Sorry. I just, so, uh,
1: Masvidal
0: <coughs> is definitely cutting weight, and to make one seventy, you think so? I think so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he <laughs> he used to fight at one fifty five though. Oh, he, he also yeah. did. Yeah, yeah, he was only one fifty five. So, so they, they're both, uh, they both came from the one fifty five pound division. No, went no. up, and Masvidal left mainly because they uh, they banned uh, IVs. Uh, he was like, dude, I'm such a big guy That yeah. I need that to get okay. hydrated again
1: Well, I mean, I guarantee he's walking around Heavier than Donald, though And if Donald's walking around at 180 He's got to be walking around at 185 That's actually awesome. 5 pounds yeah. Like, no matter what, he's going to have uh, uh, A little bit harder time Than, than Cerrone, I think Because he's definitely a bigger guy as far mm-hmm. as frame-wise
2: I think Cerrone Donald's has more experience, too At 170, making that 170 weight So he'll probably be a right. little more
0: comfortable there Yeah, yeah. um on paper, I can see Masvidal being the stronger wrestler, but um, off—I mean, Cerrone off his back is no joke, man. Like he's not—he's yeah. not someone to really you know take lightly. But uh, but yeah, it's gonna be a good fight though, man. Like I I want to see if Cerrone um, is mature enough to where because Masvidal gonna land, he's gonna land. That's what punches. I'm saying. I think both
2: of these guys are gonna land on their feet. Yeah, I think like, uh, Masvidal is fast enough uh-huh. to to do that. Uh-huh. I, I, it's... He's
0: definitely gonna land, um, and when he does, I'm just curious to see if Cerrone can. Stay composed and stay what he's good at because if Cerrone can keep that distance and use his kicks and his punches and like and and all in sync like his, his entire arsenal yeah. rather than just boxing like he did against Nate Diaz which is why he lost that fight
2: which I, he got
0: caught in a boxing fight he was just like oh you're gonna punch me in the face I'm gonna punch you back And yeah then,
2: I think that's the fight that we're gonna see though yeah. I mean it's a it's a hometown fight he's gonna be in front of hometown fans he want it's a free fight on Fox. It's you know in front of the nation. He's a co-main event. He Mm -hmm. wants to. He knows the importance of putting on a show. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I also think that there's a hint of him looking past uh, Masvidal because he said, "You know what? I got to go in here and take care of business for the free fight card, and then I'm looking to fight a top contender and then get the title shot." You know what I mean? He's subtly looking past him, and Masvidal has been in the ring with just a ton of guys. Like he has. Almost as much experience in the ring as Cerrone, and that's like incredible to say. Like the, both these guys have a sh- crap ton of fights underneath their belt. I think they will both be able to use their experience in their range, and yeah, man, it's it's gonna be a good one. I I, I think I, I like Maz, especially because Masvidal will probably be a big underdog in this one, or, or at least a, sl- a, a underdog. Uh, I, I'm going Masvidal. Um, that's that's my underdog of the of the of the card. I'm picking that. I mean, heard it's a, it here it's first. such a
0: solid fucking underdog. Um, I mean, he's got the skill set to win. He's got the punching power to win. So I well, mean, punch his
2: chance, if, right? If you want to put that dollar that Giomi for the Falcons, then uh, <laughs> for, for the for the Patriots, I mean, then sure. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah, but, uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll see, man. Like we'll definitely see what happens. Um, I, I like to see if um, if because like, would you not agree that if Donald Cerrone wins this fight, he's going to get the next title shot?
2: for 170? For 170? Isn't that one already slated to rematch from Woodley? Yeah, and, uh, as far as like yeah. he gets the winner? The winner of that? I think Hopefully he gets the winner. I of think
1: that. what they should do is they should scratch the whole fucking bullshit title thing. I don't really even care about that. I just want to see badass fights and I want to see him fight versus Nick uh, Ooh, Nick Diaz. Nick Diaz. Nick Diaz versus Cowboy at 170. That'd be a good fight. That would be the shit. That would be a money seller.
0: Yeah, that would be a pretty good fight. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you fought my younger brother, now you're going to fight my bigger brother. Yeah. But, dude, if they I've, both win, that's going to suck for Cerrone because I can't even beat up a pair of brothers. Yeah. Oh, he's going to get his ass beat yeah, yeah. Nick, I, against Nick. See, I, I, think,
2: <laughs> I think that Cerrone will probably go more for more for the title fight just because of what I heard in his interview with, like, his camp's really going for him to, to get this title shot. And although, right. like, the fans, we all want to see that fight against Nick Diaz. Like, I know I do. I'd I'd probably rather see that than him go for the title. But... Trust me. If they offered him more money for the Nick Diaz fight, which they would, mm-hmm. probably
1: he's gonna take the Nick Diaz fight. Yeah. Anybody who gets offered, you know, a quarter more. For fighting a different dude than getting the title shot?
2: Hell, I'll take that. Especially if they don't give him the title shot. If they like give him, say, the loser of Woodley Wonderboy. If they do something like that to him, then I could easily see him going for that. Well, what's funny is I
1: guarantee Cowboy, at his current moment right now, makes more money than Tyrone Woodley. Why? Wow, because he brings more
2: people to the sport. He Bring, brings more to the sport, and he like, fights more per year. And, yeah. I mean, he
1: fucking guarantee he makes more money. Probably, probably has probably more sponsorship, per fight. too. He definitely does. He's one of the only fighters that has a sponsorship by Budweiser
0: that mm-hmm. they allow to go through. Which so, they I mean, provide him with shit tons of free beer. Yeah, baby.
1: <laughs> and he can drink all the beer he wants at 170. Well, not all the beer he should You know he's it, drinking But, but he now. still does. Oh, yeah. He, he claims it. He was doing yeah. it
2: one, when he was making way for 155. Uh-huh. <laughs> he, he was like, yeah, beer. I got to make way, but I was still drinking a six-pack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah. Instead he, of a 12-er.
1: <laughs> he's, uh, he brings uh, a lot more people into the sport just because of his style. And he's just a crazy man. But he's also been in the game a whole lot longer than – then uh, people like Tyrone Woodley. Yeah, I mean W C back then. Like he's been he's been in the shit for a long time. He's fought the best in the world for a decade now. So I mean, as far as experience goes, like I still think he's got much more experience than Mosley. Just because he's fought top ten dudes for the last ten years, not you know. Well, Mosley Ma- Ma- fought Ma- a, a
2: bunch of top ten guys too. I- yeah,
1: but. Yeah, not 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 as as many,
2: many. not as many, for sure not, and then and definitely I would give I would put the check mark in Cerrone's box as well in terms of experience. I just uh, I don't think that the the general public realizes how much experience Masvidal really does have, like as a fighter even before mixed martial arts. This guy is just. Fighting on the street, just a fighter, yeah. He was a fighting on the street, uh, yeah. Kimbo. But I mean, Kimbo fighting
1: on the street doesn't mean just shit. Bare, I'm
2: just saying for his chin, bare knuckle. I mean, what what I think could be uh, Cerrone's like best way to well, one of his best ways, especially because I see this fight uh, uh, staying standing. Uh, is I've seen Masvidal uh, be susceptible to leg kicks and somebody taking out his legs before. I don't know who did it, but especially with the power of Cerrone's uh, leg kicks, man, or just his his kicks in general. Uh, I think if he uses that, that's his ticket to, to the striking win.
1: The one thing I'd like to see out of Donald Cerrone is more head movement. <laughs> like sometimes he stands <laughs> he in the some pocket punishment. and he'll take yeah. some shit. But now, that I, now, like he's saying, these guys in a heavier way are slower. Like, but I hope not. he's going to get more into this head movement and changing. But, I mean, you hear all the people that he spars against and it's like, well, he's training say, with Joe Schilling. Yeah, I know. So, I mean, you know, and Joe...
0: If Joe's not teaching him head movement, then... I oh, mean, yeah. shit.
1: But Schilling's also has the same style. I'm going to go in there and knock your ass the fuck out. Yeah. Like, Joe Schilling's look at his last fight. It not work, yeah. I mean... He lost the
0: last fight, though. No? No. I thought he got TKO'd.
1: No, he TKO'd the guy. Remember the cameraman got knocked out of the ring? Oh, that's right. It was in France. And then afterwards, he got in a street fight with a bunch of people that... Uh, with a bunch of French
0: people, <laughs> mm-hmm. pretty cool. Um, so yeah, uh, moving yeah, on. We, I think one, I think we chopped that fucking segment up. So we're gonna get into uh, Ravens versus Patriots. Uh, first off, I lost my bet last week. I think I picked uh, the Patriots Steelers. and
2: no, you picked the uh, you Steelers. picked that the Falcons and Falcons. the Steelers would be in the Super Bowl. That's what it was. And I, I took the field. It yeah.
1: is just Falcons not. Oh not yeah, Ravens. you're right. My it's bad. Wrong.
0: It's all right. It's oh shit, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Well, th- I don't know fucking football, guys. Yeah, Come yeah. on me? now. <laughs> yeah, I know football. Why aren't you Why aren't you, you helping me make this list, motherfucker? You're quick to call out what I'd be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was uh, just correct. No, you. I'm just no. I fucking around. I, I'm, just joking. Yeah, fuck I'm just joking. I'm <laughs> just joking. Uh, so the Falcons versus Patriots, and I said it was going to be the Falcons versus the Steelers. The Steelers. So yeah. I was off on that. I actually, one. made but a decent amount of uh, dinero
2: on the. Uh, I mean, not that was a dollar bet, but I made. Yeah. My You know, brother owes me
0: twenty. You know, chef owes me ten. Well, that's cool. It's 30 bucks right there. Yeah, and you know, yeah, it's not bad. A little extra scratch. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm excited for this game. I first off, the games leading into the Super Bowl fucking really irritated me, not because I'm a giant football fan, but it's more so it was so boring. <laughs> yeah, was, oh my gosh, was there was no excitement. <laughs> it was just competitive, like one game Blowout. was competitive in the first fucking quarter, and the other game was just not competitive at all. Because yeah. that first quarter they scored like what, three touchdowns? Uh, against Green Bay, fucking uh, the fucking Falcons versus Green Bay, mm-hmm. they just killed them.
1: All they got to do is get rid of all you the pass interference, and then mm-hmm. the f- game will be fun again. Yeah, oh, dude, just let know. them light each other up. <coughs> I don't give a shit about your brain, ha- your fucking brain health. If you don't care about it and you're out there doing that shit, why <laughs> should anybody else care about it? Make huh. your money and get out before your brain dead. It's a fucking dangerous game, just like racing a fucking <laughs> car. You might wreck it. And die like no shit.
0: Like, come on, people.
2: Doesn't mean we're gonna reduce the speed limit at NASCAR. Yeah, right. Fuck that.
0: Let's go faster, <laughs> yeah. more horsepower. It's either that or like remove the pads. That'd be kind of cool. Remove the helmets? Like, they, remove there's been the talks about that. About removing helmets. Exactly what Wait, they mean. Wait, but to leave do. the pads on?
2: Leave the pads on, remove the, or, or like reduce the pads, but just remove the helmets. If you just, or uh, remove the face mask, things like that. There's been talks of that.
0: Huh. Uh, when, when the NFL first came about well not necessarily the NFL but when football they used to not wear a face mask right they yeah. used to face not to wear, wear basically anything pretty much yeah nothing it was Just like shoulder pads and like a yeah. top and helmet it's like a way-
2: leather <coughs> leather helmet I think George Clooney proved that to be true back Wait, in that movie uh-huh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> leather heads right? it's
1: way way safer Shit, that I, way I do, the movie there's, oh, a, there's leather, a movie,
2: yeah, Leatherheads. Okay, yeah, there's I a movie that. with George Clooney, and I he was a coach, and he was a player coach, and yeah. there's <coughs> the Mud a little Bowl, bit of it. there's an epic flea flicker, I and believe, it, at
1: the end. Spoiler it, alert. It's much safer doing... It with no helmets and no uh-huh. pads because you're not going to fly <laughs> at each other full go and spear each other in the face or chest with y- each other's helmets. It's true that shit's not going to go down. It's if like it's a your, weapon at that point. Yeah, if it's, oh, yeah. if it's That's your bare car. head and your bare hands and your bare shoulders, you twenty five
0: pound guy that runs a four two, you know, he's gonna yeah, running into each other. Momentum.
1: At this point, they're not going to do that shit. They
2: they're showed it go. on uh, sports science too that it is exactly like it's worse than a car crash like when when these guys are hitting each other going that the, these sorts of speeds and in, in the open field uh kickoff return, things like that uh it is like a car crash, and like concussions are just rampant now and it's you know they're they're uh they're they're putting all these rules now into the NFL to kind of it's they call it for player safety and everything, but they are killing uh, the game they're killing they're killing the fundamental of what what Americans loved about the sport, which was the brutality in my opinion, like yeah, we've got fantasy football. So there's a whole new audience to the sport, and there's mothers and there's sisters and there's brothers that have you know never never played football before, people who have never played football before mm-hmm. uh, people still love the hits yeah but but this new audience is is wasn't you know I mean they're, they''re they're catering to that audience you know for the money as opposed to the core audience Bye uh, Crystal, my, my have, have Crystal. a wonderful day, have a good day <laughs> But yeah they're 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 kind of alienating that core audience which you know played football and and loved that ferocity of it so I uh, haven't
1: watched football in 2 years and I've been a lifetime fan because the sport has changed so much that the defense no longer can be a fucking defense
2: mm-mm. so try to hit the quarterback it, yeah so <laughs> it's total <Flag>. horseshit <laughs> yeah. it,
1: it's no Another fun and like, you know, you're literally losing fans because of this shit. Yeah. yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. Like,
2: the no front lead, too. You, you get, on, on top of all the pass interference calls, the holding calls, which are extremely subjective oh and God, can be made on yes. every single play and seem to be very relevant to Vegas odds. I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I digress. Uh, but yeah, to, I mean, when a, when a player scores a touchdown and then you're getting flagged and fined, like,. Mm-hmm. Sometimes uh, an entire year salary from like an NFL fan, they're fin- they're finding these people forty thousand dollars the these NFL players. That's more than some of these fans making an entire year, and they're finding them that for, for celebrating. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm just crazy. saying, fin- they're finding them this amount yeah. for. For dancing in the end zone after you know what I want to you know, go back to that, man,
0: I, that made it more interesting. You know what I mean? Like you just why not you, you, dance? you score a touchdown and you fucking organize some dance routine with you and like two of your teammates. That was the and shit you do thing. Dude. And you like drop the ball and it turns into a bomb and you both jump back like Boom. that was like yeah. oh, or like,
2: the bowling pin thing.
0: Yeah, just yeah, bring that back. The
2: machine gun one with their, do, bit, do, do, you do, know do, what do, I mean? Do. And they all fall down in a row. It was almost like basketball celebration. It was almost
0: like the owners of the NFL decided. You know what? Not only are we paying these motherfuckers too much money, but they're getting a little fucking too excessive they're, what they're celebrating. So let's my- go ahead and. Try to get some of that money back And penalize these guys yeah, Like, it's Yeah, just, it's yeah just so that's silly. true that, Like if a yeah, guy walks up so. And spikes the football And you're gonna charge him $15,000 or some shit just If for you doing throw it. the
2: ball If you throw the ball Into the stands And throw it to a fan uh-huh. You get fined for that
0: How much How much you get fined I
2: wanna say I, Okay so Like, like, like 10 part. like ten to 12 grand Or something like that that's Or 8 grand It's something lot, I would throw a ball
1: steep. Every fucking time to Just to protest that shit And I would get Every other player That I possibly could To throw the fucking ball Into the audience Every time They're gonna run out Of a fucking Run out of balls every game because that's
0: bullshit. Hundred percent is bullshit. And as a fan, I, I is it like baseball where sometimes you have to give the ball back? Dude, the baseball
2: players too. If they
0: throw the ball,
2: if they throw the ball to a fan. They have to pay for it too. It's like yeah. it's like a thing. I've had him throw them in the ball, so I'm glad they took that. for right? I want to say, I mean, don't quote me on this as, like, science, like an absolute 110%. This could be science. one of those things, like, this, what, this is probably, you know, something that somebody told me, too. But I'm I'm pretty sure that i heard this on ESPN or something. Yeah,
0: dude. Or something. That it is. It's
2: a fact, all right? That, that shit really happened. Julio Jones beats his kid. Julio Jones.
1: <laughs> That's one thing that I... That, <laughs> no he doesn't Jared allegedly Derek <laughs>
0: I've made that up not really he does <laughs> <laughs> got suspended for a whole year yeah we <laughs> might as well tell the story real quick uh, quick backstory on that I confused Julio Jones With another player That assaulted it, Or not assaulted But like he beat Assault, his, Pretty much uh, assaulted like, Pretty much right He like It was like uh, It was disciplined But they they called it Child abuse Excessive discipline Sure Yeah Some child, child, like child abuse Child abuse it wasn't So <clears throat> I don't know the player's name What was the player The actual player Adrian right? Peterson Adrian oh, Peterson But he was only suspended <laughs> For how long Wow, <clears throat> oh, dude I wanted to say He got suspended for a year Okay so I confused Adrian Peterson With Julio Jones So during a live game with julio oh, jones oh. i kept calling him a child beater it was also during a podcast i think i think, I think it was so on too. podcast 12
2: if you want the reference yeah the for
0: sure so uh in uh-huh. my eyes he will always be the guy that beats up his kids that was <laughs> <So it's> an <laughs> ongoing thing as a fact yeah.
2: <laughs> anytime it bro science that's bro just science, how, 100% bro science,
0: dude like i'm convinced yeah, so <laughs> i am convinced a, he does about anyway. those
2: fines i'm not sure if that's bro science or fact but i'm leaning it's it's probably a hybrid yeah, probably. It's but, close to both. <laughs> right. So, uh,
0: so really quick, before we jump to the next segment, gentlemen, who do you, who do you got? Who do you got in the, uh, the Super Bowl showdown I'm against gonna, I'm going to just uh, jump in quick and, and uh, just Patriots. say
2: New England, due to experience, uh, <laughs> Belichick and Brady, it's just hard to bet against them. This is their have seventh you, you Super Bowl. you had a guess appearance. by
0: how many fucking touchdowns?
2: I'm going to say that it's going to be competitive in the first half and that, and that they'll be able to, to go toe to toe with their offense because New England's going to score. Uh, and Atlanta doesn't have the type of defense to stop like the scoring of New England, especially with two weeks to prepare. Belichick's a monster with two weeks He's to prepare. And with the experience, these lights are not going to face him, whereas you don't know what these lights are going to do for the Falcons. Uh, and I think the Falcons have done a lot just by winning the NFC Championship game. I think they're knocking on the door, but I think that they almost need to lose this one in order to win the next time that they get there. Cool. Personal okay. opinion. Cool.
1: Bill? Uh, I really, really want the Falcons to win because, um, yeah, I don't want the Patriots to win, but the Patriots are going to win. I think they <laughs> are. <laughs>
2: yeah. The Patriots have the number one scoring defense. That's what's really going to come into play is that they're going to be able to, to get the ball back from Atlanta a lot more than Atlanta's going to get the ball back from New England. That's
0: fair. All right. fucking, um, I'd like to... I mean, I, I'm in the same boat. I like to see the Falcons win. Um, I don't really care for the Patriots. Um, Tom Brady reminds me of that perfect high school jock that just ended up making it and then he's like killing it right now. And it looks like when he gets hit, he kind of clams up and I'm just like, Come on, you're supposed to be a man, dude. You're playing a man sport.
1: What what's really funny about him though is I mean he really he really started at the bottom, (laughs) like wasn't he like a six round six round
2: draft pick out of Michigan.
1: Like he he was nothing special in college really either. Like in all reality, like he went to Belichick and Belichick's the fucking shit. He's the shit. He just happens to be Pretty good at throwing the ball and oh, really. fucking. He's really good. Let's get he's him. really good at throwing the ball, yeah. no doubt, and he has developed that skill after being in the NFL. His, for sure,
2: Brady's best attribute is his competitive nature and, and willingness to continue to to get better. Like every, he's still the first. That's probably guy in the front what Belichick
0: row. saw in him. Where I oh, mean, yeah. I, I don't believe you he can throw any average quarterback in Belichick's hands and have that quarterback go out and win Super Bowl fucking multiple. Uh, World not titles. Super
2: Bowls, not multiple Super Bowls. That's no. what I'm saying. They My, have a special I, that's relationship. what I'm saying. So,
0: like, uh, there's definitely – you need the perfect storm. Like, you need the perfect uh, player and the perfect coach. Um, you know, so uh, Belichick, if you guys are saying, you know, if, if he is what you guys are saying, mm-hmm. he is. Belichick's Yoda. He's
1: Yoda.
2: He, he's like um, –
0: Do uh, or do not. What's his name? There
1: is no Phil try. Jackson.
2: Yoda he's you know what he's I, like he's 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 on top of the Mount Rushmore of coaching uh they actually just had a segment uh, real quick I know we're, we're kind of short on time here but uh, they they just did a segment on ESPN uh where they went and interviewed all the major coaches in the in all the major sports and they asked them who is the greatest coach of all time and they all were saying Bill Belichick like and these are you know Joe Torre like the yeah. most successful manager of our current generation talking about how he idolizes Bill Belichick and what he does and saying he's the alpha dog of coaching.
1: So they have him over the top of the Chicago
2: Bulls. Over Phil they have they have Belichick and what Belichick's done in his respective sport over over everything. I, just,
1: I don't think he's gonna he be as, over the top of him. He's just been in twenty five
2: percent as a coach, he's been in twenty five percent of the Super Bowls. That's cool. Twenty five percent. Yeah.
1: And if you look at uh Phil uh, Jackson, right? Phil, Philly Phil. If you look at him, out of out of the like fifteen years he spent as a head coach, he had like eleven titles, something like that.
2: Oh, he's a nut.
1: Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, if you look at like percentage wise, I guarantee years of play versus like um, championships, I think he's got to beat. Also, Maybe. he has a championship ring himself. I believe he's got 10 or 11 rings. Because he was a That's player, too, right? Yeah, he good. was a player. Yeah, he dude. got the uh, ring under the Knicks, I believe.
2: That's actually an interesting debate just between itself. Phil yeah. Jackson versus those Bill two, Belichick. But I mean, they, there's, there's, they there's are both two, tons the best of arguments. the best.
0: Two different sports, though. You can't really compare those two. But that,
2: that was the cool thing about yeah. this segment that they were doing was they were interviewing guys from all different sports and different um, levels, and they were Sound all asking them. like him, bro science, baby. Oh, for sure. I mean, there's no... There's no, uh, there's no way to really. I mean, yeah, there's so, no way to talk really who the best guy is of all time. But so, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: Hey, moving on. Um, John Jones. Versus <laughs> I don't La- like this subject. Fuck. This.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck football. By the way, I'm still uh, boycotting you. <laughs> John Jones pass. versus
0: Luke Rockhold. John Jones versus Luke Rockhold. Segway. Grappling, <laughs> grappling match. Um, I thought it was really interesting how uh, Daniel Cormier was supposed to go out and actually grapple John Jones in this little thing. And then Jones uh, denied, saying that he wants to be able to use his entire skill set and save that fight for his UFC comeback, which I thought was really interesting. Um, you don't want to give uh, Daniel Cormier any more, you know, info info on your body and how you feel and like certain things that work. Um, so he opted out oh, and see. decided to take mm-hmm. on Luke Rocco, which I thought was really interesting. It's a nice uh, name. Yeah, uh, well, dude, Luke. actually, I I think Luke yeah. can shit. Just not do that again. I think, he can shit too. Um, I think uh, Luke Rockhold <laughs> can definitely uh, present a lot of uh, a lot of serious threats to John Jones, just based off of his long legs. And I, I feel like Luke Luke's as tall as Jones, mm-hmm. and Jones might have a length, yeah. yeah. Jones might have a little bit of a, of a longer s- reach, but when it comes to like legs, I think Luke's got these monster ham hocks, his thighs, dude, and like he just kind of goes out there and he can. He can wrap up guys with like this inverted triangle choke and turn that into a kimura and then completely sweep you to where not only are you nullified by the triangle choke, but your other only other free arm is being fucking you know you're about to get ripped out of its shoulder socket you know yeah. really interesting shit so I think uh, I think Jones is definitely gonna have the the wrestling part um, I mean he showed that against Dan Henderson I mean it didn't take him very long to take Hendo down yeah Aww. I mean I don't know if you guys watched that whole thing no, it was, was only like 11 minutes long not even that it was. The grappling match itself was like six, seven minutes long.
1: How do you think Luke will do off his back, though? Because that, I think he's going to get think, taken down.
0: That's where I think he's going to give yeah, Jones a lot. That's where you think he's going to shine? Yeah, because uh, he, he's been in that position before where he's able to get that, that inverted uh, yeah, triangle. and He's yeah. able to kind of get out. He's just a long guy. And if you don't have to worry about punches or elbows, you know, yeah, like that, that's a whole that, that, opens up, that opens up a lot of other opportunities. to really kind of like either sweep or go for a leg or – you know, armbar per se, where you don't have to worry about the hammer fist or the elbow. Yeah. You know, and in, trying to stack you.
1: In pure jujitsu, yeah. Jones is pretty green yeah. too.
0: And I love the rules behind it, right? Oh so yeah. Even if it goes, ah. that's the best part. That's the best part. Like even if it goes, was it ten minutes?
1: I think it's ten minutes.
0: Even if it goes ten minutes, you get put in a bad position, and then and then if you finish the fight, then you're then you get put in the bad position where your opponent has that exact same spot. And then if he finishes the fight in a better time than than you did as far as if you have like five minutes on the clock and if you finish it at two minutes and 50 seconds as opposed to your opponent finishing you in two minutes and 47 seconds, then your opponent wins because he was able to put you away a little bit quicker. Sure. And that continues on until there's a fucking victory. So no matter what, we're going to see somebody get choked out or arm locked or just fucking, I don't know, knee popped out of place. I'm sure Luke's going to go out there and try to really fucking hurt him. I'm sure he's going to.
1: I think what it comes down to, if there is not a submission, is it comes down to the quickest escape from the bad position. Yeah. So there's a possibility we might not see. But in all reality, these two against each other, they're going to be going pretty hard. Yeah. I think... I think Luke's gonna definitely go out there with something to prove, and I think John Jones in all reality is probably gonna go out there kind of like Luke did in his last fight and get a little cocky.
0: Yeah, dude, if he does, he's gonna be an idiot. Like I, I just I can't imagine Luke doing that, but I can see it. You know, it's just one of those things where where uh, uh, he's gonna want to go out there and help his teammate out, and uh, and I'm sure Jones in his mind is thinking, well, I want to destroy this entire camp. Like yeah. I want to fucking take out their best big, wig guys, you know? Also,
1: I'm pretty sure Luke is training where uh, Jake Shields is. Oh, really? Up north. I think uh, he's out of San Francisco. Or Sacramento. Uh, oh, he's actually
0: at AKA. I know I know Luke's at AKA, but he's also, in addition to, he's also training with uh, Jake Shields in them?
1: I think uh, because uh, I remember watching a fighter in The Kid, and they went up to San Francisco. Gotcha. They were hanging out with Jake Shields and... Uh, Luke Rockhold and all those guys, you know, uh, the Diaz brothers and shit. So, yeah, I don't know. It'd be really interesting. I'm sure he's probably rolled around with them before and they've met each other and they know each other. So, if if he's able to get, like, uh, a legitimate guy that's pretty heavy like Jake Shields to Mm. roll around with, like, (laughs) honestly, I think Jake Shields would Beat both of them in a grappling Jake match? Jake
0: Shields is no joke. I think Jake Shields would do very well. I think Gary Tonin would do really um, Gary well. Gary Tonin I, I
1: think, versus John Jones. Dude, I got would Gary be Tonin. Awesome, I got I, I Gary think Tonin Gary, too. Gary
0: Tonin's got like a thousand different leg submissions yeah. that he's gonna those long limbs of fucking Yeah, they're just gonna be homeboy, up. it's just gonna yeah, for sure. So I definitely see that uh, uh, playing into um uh, that would play into Gary Tonin's game as far as Jones' long legs but yeah, we'll see, dude. I mean, uh, Chell Sonnen was supposed to go against uh, Gary Toner, and that that fell through, unfortunately. Yeah. So we'll see if anyone ends up stepping up. Hopefully um,
1: somebody does. Hopefully. That'd be a really, really good match. Jake matchup. Shields,
0: where you at? Yeah, right? Right? That'd be cool. I'd like to see someone like Luke Rockhold against, um, like, <coughs> excuse me, Ray in, like, in a grappling yeah. match. Yeah. Or, <coughs> I don't know, just like, et cetera. Like, something like that. Like, something like... Um, Luke versus Jacare or like Weidman versus Jacare in a a, a submission match because I'd really want to see if that heavy top wrestling style can really nullify Jacare's skill set or something like Garen Tonin. Like, I'd like to see Gary Tonin against fucking Jacare or, um... Uh, uh, what's his name? Cron Gracie against fucking one of those guys, like that Cron,
1: guy. I think, uh, I think he rolled with Gary once, yeah. They,
0: uh, in 2013 or 14, yeah. uh, he ended up submitting him by uh, Rear Naked Choke, yeah, actually. So that was dude to submit, I mean, that was a few years back, yeah. so obviously they, they both have involved. It's not yeah. like one's better than the other now. Uh, I'm sure they're still pretty neck and neck, but. Uh, to even finish that guy, to make him tap out, like, that's a fucking skill set yeah. that is insane. So I like to see Cron Gracie in this EBI role. The match I want to see in
1: EBI roles, for real, though, <clears throat> is Tick Kennedy versus Obama. <laughs> right.
0: I, got, I got Obama, <laughs> dude. He's got that wiry top <laughs> game. He gets on his back. He's throwing up triangle chokes <laughs> from all positions. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, dude, that would be really interesting.
2: Depends if that's in Bellator or UFC because yeah, uh, no, they, they, they a, can write the script in EBI. Bellator exactly <laughs> yeah, EBI the EBI rules. Role. Yeah, right? uh, okay. I was like, well,
0: speaking uh-huh. of Bellator, Chelsea Sonnen versus fucking Tito Ortiz, fixed or not fixed? Speaking guys. of writing the script, right?
2: <laughs> I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have tapped out to that joke. <laughs> it looked. I mean, my thing is, is that it didn't look like it he looked might like have had a head partial, crank, but still, yeah, it looked like partial face crank, partial, partial uh, rear naked chael chael called it in the post fight or uh, i i guess it was i guess he had me in a rear naked as if he didn't know what it was or tried to give himself a back door after he watched the film but uh, to me it looked like he gave him his chin uh, and then it also looked like he wasn't trying to get out of that choke at all yeah um and you know what ortiz finishing in the first was plus a thousand so bada boom
0: <laughs> that's true man that's true i mean it was I think uh yeah <laughs> Yeah, it was a crazy good fight, dude. It definitely was a really, really good fight. Um, just kidding. <laughs> no, was... uh, no, fake as fuck, dude. Uh, no, I don't want to say fake. I mean, it could have been three years yeah. of ring rest for, uh, for Sonnen. You know, that's what I want to write it off as. I don't want to say it was fake. I, I think that Shell, above all, has got a little bit of like a pride, so he carries himself fairly well, and where he wouldn't uh... sell out like that. But
2: I mean, I feel like his move to Bellator in general was kind of him coming to make money. Uh-huh. I don't know.
1: I I think he is. I think he's literally That's a lot ridiculous. about the money, because uh, when you think about it, like he's already been willing to lie to everybody about the steroids and everything
0: that he's taken and uh-huh. stuff like
1: that. So I mean, when you look at that and uh, a few other shady things that he's done, like I he's mean, done a lot
0: of shady shit. I actually, he was being sued. Uh, he was in real estate, like back in the early two thousand, and he was uh, he sold a house and. He ended up uh, getting sued or getting—he uh, got penalized for some sort of like embezzlement, like he was doing some shit shady with the money. And
1: yeah,
0: uh, obviously that wasn't really brought to light. Uh, a, a few articles or a few different websites were really talking about it. But I mean, as far as like the UFC or yeah. Sure Dog or fucking I uh, was another major, well, BJ uh, yeah. You know, they weren't really talking about that kind of shit. So, son has done some shady stuff in his day. Um, this last fight, Tito Ortiz's last fight against Chell, it was it was really hard for me to watch because uh, Chell, not only not not only did Chell look very just sloppy and his striking wasn't that great, but it turned into a thing where as soon as he hit the mat, it almost looked like Chell didn't know what to do. Like he went for a guillotine.
2: Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah.
0: No. No. You're good. Like he went for a guillotine. And then you know Tito did what you're supposed to do, and Tito's a strong guy, especially in that first round. Like that's one thing that I have to I have to admit, mm-hmm. like I can see that being effective that choke because of it being in the first round. So as soon as it hit the mat, and then Tito ended up getting uh, that full mount. Obviously, Chell wanted no part of the ground to pound. He so got
2: one elbow and was got like, one elbow
0: and was like, "Never mind, no, you know, this. I'll give him my back instead." And then I, that was all she wrote. Like, dude, Tito. Dude, Tito was able to get that, that forearm across the chin, and that was the one thing where I think he was so strong in that position. Because again, it's not just his arms. It's his legs. Yeah. His legs are around. So he's actually able to use his entire torso into that same choke. And I really believe that in that position, because Chelsea, Sonnen, his, his right side was against Tito's chest. So that that opens up that little clarded, uh that, that, that artery to where that, it's still pumping, pumping blood – into your brain, so you know you're not necessarily going to go out. But what I think happened is Tito's strength, on top of that that torque that he had with uh, with with having that back position, really drove Chael Sonnen's jaw into his own fucking artery, to where it ended up you know causing that same that same choke. It's, you know, he ended up forcing I, him to tap out.
2: I can I can believe that that he had enough torque to to choke him out, and I believe that it was a painful. He was in a painful position. What I think that whether it was due to the to the first strike that he landed on his feet, and then the the elbow that he landed when he got into full mount, that Chael Sonnen, after a few years of just commentating and facing a, a very almost seemingly possessed Tito Ortiz to 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 go out there and finish his career on top, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like after two two shots from Tito that he was like, all right, I don't actually want to be in this fight anymore, and. Granted, he was probably in a in a position that maybe he could have tapped in, or, or maybe should have tapped in, and everything. But I think that he gave up his chin, and I think once he gave up his chin and, and was in that bad position, I think he was only using his off hand, his like left hand, I believe it was, to try to pry the hands away, and his right hand was just sitting there with just fingertips trying to touch his elbow, not trying to do yeah. anything to to get out of the choke. I
0: just Dude, he I don't really, think he wanted
2: to be there anymore.
0: Yeah, he just really didn't do it. You know what's what's more bizarre is like after the fight. Obviously, he was just like, "Oh, I'm really disappointed." But what he said was, "I plan on coming back," and I'm just like, "Do you really want to come back?" He's well, like, he's he has honor a six contract. fight contract with Bellator. With Bellator? Yeah, six Jeez. fights. Jesus, yeah.
2: That's why he was like, "This one was just this one was for Ortiz." I feel like I feel like the Bellator scripted this. They're like, "This is Ortiz's fight. We've got Sunin for the next." You know, six fights. He's gonna honor. He's got to honor his contract. He needs the money. You know, and I I just, yeah, I just don't think he. uh, I don't think he was ever planning to win this fight, just based on how the the press conference went afterwards, too. He, uh, man, he he was just like, you know what? I I needed to come in there and get minutes. You know what I mean? I'm glad I got those minutes in, and he just, he just seemed very scripted, and he pivoted to the questions about the fix. He, he started making reference to like, oh, I. I was trying my best when he got me in the choke to uh, to unlock his ankles and I asked him after the fight was I close to unlocking your ankles and I'm like dude he's got you in a full on choke under your neck dude and you were
0: that was the one thing that I kept screaming at like when I was watching that shit live like not only was it no, no I mean again when I watched it live actually I was at work so it was like a little bit it was really hard for me to really kind of pay attention to what was going on but when I rewatched it is when I really noticed that as soon, as you're absolutely right as soon as Tito had his his forearm across uh, uh Sonnen's chin and it was not under the neck but it was like right there like it was yeah. close enough to be your like main alarm. priority yeah. like your main focus is getting yeah. that fucking arm off the cross of face and 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 fight the choke I remember seeing, and then you can look back at it, like you can see and look down at the feet and then with both arms reach for the feet yeah, where Gable that just, was like, I just oh, didn't get it. That's where it kind of like, it, it really puts like a little damper on his jujitsu game. Cause I felt like, and most, he's an experienced yeah, dude, you know, like, like most BJJ practitioners would say, fight the choke first fight, yeah. and then you fight the legs or at least yeah. get one arm in between, uh, in, in between your jaw or mm-hmm. your neck and, and his forearm.
2: And, and, and you use
0: your opposite foot to – I mean I don't want to explain it on, on a podcast because it would be really hard to explain. But you pretty much grab the outside of one of the feet with, uh, with, with, the, with, with, uh, with your um, opposite hand and you drive your elbow into the side of their shin. And that's usually a good way to kind of pry that hook off. But again, he didn't do that. He used both hands
2: and ended up yeah. tossing him. And didn't even, didn't tuck, did not tuck his chin. Uh, you know what I mean? He was You've just... got to <laughs> go
1: after what can finish you. And you exactly. don't go after the legs yeah. when there's an arm around your neck. Yeah. True. yeah. And, so, and I, then he,
2: then he made reference to it after the fight as if to like, he's like, it, it just seemed really planned. Like, I'm going to go for his ankles and give up my neck. And like, it'll just be a mistake from ring rust. And yeah. he had all these talking points just down. And then when they came back came back to it, he was using the same talking points, you know, they, they kept harping on it and he looked like a politician and he was like the perfect person to have a fix on because he can talk his way, you know what I mean, like out of anything, so true, he's, he's a talker, so.
0: Yeah. And, and what about with, uh, it was really funny how, um, not only did, uh, did did Chell do like that talking point and all that other shit, but um, I thought it was really interesting about how Tito Ortiz held on to the choke a little bit longer, <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember seeing that. Um, I, uh, Tito I'm sorry Chael tapped And then Big John McCarthy Was trying to get Tito Letting him know Like he's tapping And then Tito did not Let go of the choke So where you see Big John Grab Tito Not necessarily grab him But push him by his neck As in to pry him away From uh, Chael Sonnen's uh, uh, Back Yeah And then As soon as As soon as Tito let go You see Fucking Big John McCarthy Hold on to that neck and Get right in his face, and just I mean, I'm assuming he said he had some words to say, I'm sure. Like, huh. when I tell you to let go, you let go, kind of thing, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, but yeah, I thought that was really funny. He's like, I mean, I'm retired, yeah, I'll right. never
2: do it again, I promise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could just hear him be like, Come yeah. on, man, come on, man, you would have done it. <laughs> so, what I lasted, I, I held on two more seconds, yeah, it's right? my career
0: time, you would have done it, <laughs> yeah, um. Cause so, like that guy was talking was shit. <laughs> I thought that was really interesting. Oh, dude, Chell was talking some shit. You Chell was, man. I, he had a lot to say about uh, Tito's um, ex fiance, uh, Jenna Jameson, you know. So, I mean, that's. Well, then again, there's a lot to say there's about Tito Ortiz's ex fiance, Jenna Jameson. She can dig a dick. There's a lot to say. A lot of
2: people can say some things about Jenna Jameson. Yeah, right? A lot of people.
1: A lot of men have spoken. <laughs> Built fluids over her. <laughs> a
2: lot. Yes,
0: yes, they have. Probably millions now, yeah. right? I don't yeah. want to get that, into that. Yeah, <laughs> picked up that one. Um, uh, really quick, I'd like to you wrap up the, up the Bellator card with um that amazing knockout by Paul Syntex Daily. Oh yeah, on yeah.
2: fucking on brennan on, Ward. Uh, Ward,
0: yeah, dude. That was beautiful. lee shit, was that amazing, dude? Like that was a perfect setup. That's like it was, it was the perfect. He knew. Yeah, the elbow, exactly. Yeah, the like, back spinning elbow. He hit him with the elbow. He knew he was hurt. So he thought to himself, this motherfucker's going to try to take me down because he's hurt. Yeah. And I'm just going to wait for to see which side he's going to go <laughs> on. And I'm going to fire that
2: knee. Oh, he launched that. Jesus. He dude, had a start oh, man. Oh, man.
0: He fucked, And that was the first round. I thought that was the second or third round. When, again, I saw the highlight.
2: No, it was first, right? It
0: was the first round. Yeah. yeah. I was kind of hoping for two rounds. But I, I like thought he was the...
1: I thought it was a character from fucking Street Fighter. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, god damn. That, that was, was a fatality. A
2: well, that's Mortal Kombat.
0: Perfectly placed <laughs> knee. It was just so pinpoint right on the cheek. On it the, actually cut him keister. too. Oh, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just cut him. Uh, and it was perfect timing in the sense of you have Ward going in, so you have that momentum going forward, that weight behind yeah. on top of the power, knowing that he needs to really shoot in on a double leg to take this kid down. And then Paul Daly's going forward up at an an upward angle with that knee being the focus point. And he threw – not only did he just throw a knee, he did a double knee. So, like, he did that wind-up knee, almost like a bicycle kick. I thought he he killed him. Like, he'll wind up. Exactly, right? And it was just, you know, that hard uh, point of his knee landed right on the sweet spot of Ward's uh, uh, chin. And that's all she wrote. That's all she wrote.
2: And I yeah, think uh, Ward, Ward retired after that as well, like Ortiz. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> At least a year kid. off. You know, I don't. Old, that's mandatory. Yeah, right? I don't
0: really care for Ward. Um, I, I have the same uh, dislike towards Ward as I do uh, against uh, Tom Brady. Like, I, I'm not oh. a big fan um, of either of those guys.
2: Tom Brady's my Derek Jeter, where I fucking hated him throughout his whole career and then towards the end of his career. And I'm like, this motherfucker's still winning, dude? All right. He's fuck, the shit. Like, fuck you. You're the shit, yeah. dude. Like, I'm a Joe Montana fan, dude, or a Niners fan in general. Steve Young is also a fucking great quarterback. Peyton, big Peyton fan. All the quarterbacks, dude. Big quarterback fan. But Brady yeah. is, I mean, with Belichick, has become probably the best quarterback in the history probably, of the game. Probably. And you yeah. got
0: to gotta tip your cap. Well, you yeah. don't have to, but... It's, it's but impressive You'd be a hater if you didn't Exactly Exactly <laughs> Yeah so uh, But yeah so I, I don't really care for Ward And it's always based on Like um, like how they kind of Act outside the ring I just don't really like Brady's little Fucking he's Cocky a, he's attitude a, He's a peacock He's a peacocker And so is Ward Ward, Ward is definitely The same kind of person You know um, seven minutes. So yeah So uh, it, I mean I don't know I was uh, I got a little bit of uh, Joy out of watching This man get knocked <laughs> out And I hate saying that Because it's not like I, I hate the guy I don't hate the kid you know, like I, I don't hate him or I don't hate Ward or Tom Brady. I just don't really care for him. That's
2: all. I love how these are the two athletes that are being named as like your your hate list right yeah, now. I'm like, right? not hate list, but like uh, it's not a hate who list. Who else? <laughs> who else do you hate, Derek? Who are, who are your least favorite uh, athletes? Yeah, right? Let's all top five least favorite yeah. athletes.
0: I used to really Fuck know it. Marshawn Lynch is definitely on there. Marshawn
2: Lynch he's from Oakland. I played uh, against him. I don't really care for Shout him. Shout out I, Marshawn Lynch, uh, dude! I beat you twice in passing yeah, league, Sherman.
0: homeboy. <laughs> Or is it Sherman I Oh I don't like Sherman I don't though. like that kid I yeah. don't like that guy either Sherman's a- I don't care for him I don't hate the people I just don't really I'm like oh, You guys are a little too cocky for my. I taste. didn't
1: like Brendan for The longest time Because I watched yeah. him On The Ultimate Fighter And honestly I was like Hell yeah Knock his ass out And yeah. now that I actually big know big country delivers Yeah
0: delivers, dude. Holy shit
1: And now hey. that I know Like how cool he is And everything I'm like shit Like you know Like he's actually Legitimately Ooh. cool dude But
2: yeah I don't like Brock Lesnar that dude, I That's think, fair. is a piece yeah. of shit. Yeah. I think he's a fucking cheetah.
1: I'll whoop his ass.
2: Yeah. Dude, going be a baseball me. bat? I'll whoop his it. ass. I know for a fact he wouldn't punk me. He might beat my ass, but he wouldn't punk me. That's right. <laughs> I'm not going to back down. And um, hopefully yeah. I got a friend or two that'll <laughs> pistol whip him or something. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> so that uh, pretty kidding. much wraps up everything, all of our talking points. Um, I know uh, Mike wanted to uh, uh, kind of drop his little... Um, a commercial that he's working on shout out to a new commercial
2: we're gonna be working on it's a coffee commercial based around humor uh yeah just look out for it it's gonna be on either facebook uh, uh instagram all the uh, social media
0: outlets so uh yeah, coming at you soon. Uh, I'll definitely fucking throw that on the uh, Twitter and the Instagram too. Yeah. From like, yo, check out Mike's thing, and I'll throw the link on there, kind of thing. You know, yeah, anyone you, that's willing to take a look. And if any uh, anybody out there has any any products that they need advertised, uh, we make uh, commercials. So yeah, funny commercials. Hell and, yeah, there yeah. you go. It's like uh, almost like Super Bowl kind of commercials, right? Where like you know they're funny but they're clever, so you, they stay in your mind and you just kind of. Well, exactly. That that's my goal: clever, funny commercials, uh, and or.
2: Uh, shit-talking commercials, you know what I mean? like, uh, But, like, you know what I mean? Tasteful shit-talking well, commercials give, within the room Give the of...
0: listeners, like, some sort of example of what you mean oh, by man. tasteful shit-talking Just, commercials. You know, <laughs> like,
2: uh, so, like, instead of, like, the coffee commercial, there's one idea about, uh, instead of making the, the benefits of the coffee, we're going to talk about how it's it's better than, say, a five-hour energy drink, you know what I mean? Or classic commercials have always been Pepsi versus Coke. You know what I mean? You create a little controversy. You kind of poke poke the hornet's nest to the competition, and uh, yeah, you you make yourself the competition. So Uh, there's all just depending on the product. There's all different ways to advertise it, but uh, yeah, shit talking is one avenue. Uh, Mm -hmm. Like I could easily rip the uh, the most interesting man in the world right now. (laughs) <laughs> Easy peasy. Yeah. I can become those more interesting. Those are fun commercials. Yeah, those are some they used fun to commercials be. to watch. Yeah, they used to well, be. Well, the new guy isn't the so, new really guy's interesting. Not so interesting, dude. No. I have a dog that's more interesting than yeah, that. Yeah,
0: that guy. He just well, he made a football out of a coconut. And... Yeah, he
2: played. He played college football in high school. Hold the fucking press. Yeah, Jesus right. Christ. <laughs> the other guy was had a pet jaguar and shit. <laughs> he did. Like I don't know. He, he it was. It was just. Uh, Anyways, to to be continued, something to look for. We're going yeah. uh, we'll to be getting into that advertising that commercial Pretty world. Pretty
1: interesting <laughs> fact real quick about jaguars. I just found out this morning. <laughs> I love it. Jaguars are actually just leopards and panthers. I'm sorry. panthers are Black panthers are actually jaguars and leopards Okay, that just have the opposite of albino.
0: Oh, oh shit. That right? is interesting. Very right there. interesting. Okay. So... All leopards and jaguars are technically albino. So they're, they're just
2: full pigmented.
1: No, 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 no. Like they just <laughs> like they're those are just the normal
0: ones. Okay, so <laughs> but so a a a panther is their version of an albino cat.
1: No, not even an albino. Just it's a completely different thing gotcha. that makes him black it's instead gotcha. of white. But, but I'm it's sure full, there's been a legitimate bino. albino. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I forgot what it's called. But it starts with an M instead oh, of. okay. Yeah.
0: So instead of like white hair, it's just black. Hair. Yeah, exactly. It's, like it be they solid, also have
2: solid pigment instead of lack uh-huh. of pigment. Like an albino is a yeah. lack of yeah. pigment. Yeah. That's like crazy. they have white
1: tigers they have black tigers. They Have black chickens? Huh? It starts
2: with an M. A mob M. Uh, with an M, M <laughs> Not as with in an Mary. N. <laughs>
0: M as in Mary. <laughs> but
2: yeah, fucking.
0: That's interesting. Wow, that's fucking really cool, man. I'm
2: gonna be doing some fucking. research on uh, yeah, dude. what that word is. On big cat. We're gonna have that for big you cats. next next podcast, folks. That's a
0: fucking scary <laughs> thought, though. Big ass cat coming cats. at you. You know what I mean? Let's just whoa because a little baby house cat will fuck you up. Nah, nah, nah. I mean?
1: If I have a katana. <laughs> That cat's going down. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have like a
0: limit of like how big the cat has to be before it's like? Yeah, I don't even think with a katana I could take out. A Honestly,
2: cat. like if if I'm able to get a clean strike, well, which just, I doubt it.
0: Yeah, against uh, a doubt. really big
2: cat. Are we talking in a UFC cage where yeah. I like you know he starts off over there? I see him coming. But like when you see a, like a
1: legitimate, <laughs> legitimate like sharp katana like being used on like. All kinds of different shit. It's like holy fuck.
2: Yeah, I like some faces Soft off.
1: things like flesh, it goes right through. I mean, I I saw him chop a fucking horse's head in half. Damn. Oh, like yeah. butter. I was like, oh, wait. If that's a don't... sick video. Yeah, no, it's not a fucking <laughs> just... live horse. <laughs> okay. Yeah,
0: that's uh, dude, that's pretty tough. I mean, it's like one of those things where like you need a perfect shot, though. So, oh yeah, like, yeah, that, yeah. That, that like as far as that goes, yeah, no, that's, that's the fucking
2: right. cat's gonna get you. Baseball, yeah. bro. Like I mean, you're I not I got that to hand. Eye.
0: See, you can keep the katana. Give me a fucking badass spear. I think with a spear, I can keep a cat back even without training. Like I think right now, I can keep a cat at bay. at bay with just that spear. You know what I mean? And if
1: he leaps at you, you just stick it in the ground
0: catch yeah. yeah. Just but like you catch a bear, just, just like if it gets inside uh, your uh, gets inside your no, range on that Braveheart. spear, bro, you're yeah. in trouble.
2: Yeah, if it gets past the if range, if it gets you're past the range, fucked. man, because it's not like you can like with a sword if you can still poke with the distance, and then if it gets in on past that poke, you yeah. can still slash down and kill it.
0: <laughs> Good, bro But science. If
2: with the spear, man, bro, this is bro science coming That's at right, you dude. live and direct, straight up. But if that thing gets past your spear, it's, you're gonna have to like choke up on that spear to get back to the, you know, the deadly part. So <laughs> you
0: use the stick part, you know, the stick part. <laughs> yeah, yeah then you're you're gonna be wearing, <laughs> you're wearing something.
2: You, that stick part of a sword is gonna hurt the thing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You it's give me tough. a Ruger 10 oh, 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 Of course, dude. Game over, bro. I'm
0: just talking about a 22, brother. <laughs> of Shoot that though. kitty
1: cat's eyes out. You gave
0: me a fucking laser gun <laughs> with infinite ammo. <laughs> I take out a tiger too. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: you me the laser gun? Yeah.
1: A 22, it just bounces yeah, right? off of me. you're like,
0: oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah,
2: right? I need that gun from the Congo movie. Just like, oh, the, uh, the motion
0: sensor gun. Oh, those yeah. are
2: badass. But bo- all of it. Oh, all of it. I oh, want yeah. all of it. I got you. I was really I was talking about the the gun that works off the diamond
0: oh, shit, I actually forgot that was in the yeah. movie. Console. Yeah, the, yeah. The, when we was
2: thinking laser gun, I yeah. was like, oh, okay, the the, the Congo Dude, gun. every
0: time I think of Congo, I don't know why, I just think of that gorilla, Amy. <laughs> Amy. I'm Love. Amy. I'm a good gorilla. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> oh, and it just makes me laugh. It makes me not not, not take that movie seriously. Right. Like, yeah. Just like, dude, oh, my God. Seen,
2: <laughs> seeing the gorilla go to the, the the actor, too, and then he's all, like, hugging in, like, you yeah. know, making it feel safe. And, yeah, there was some there was some, uh, some some yeah. unbelievable I
0: like to re- I like them to re- redo that movie trying to I'd reboot be it. so tired if they rebooted now, Congo now with the, t- the uh, technology that we have it wouldn't be as cheesy to watch an animatronic robot do Dude. sign language and yeah. you'd be able to see some crazy fucking silverbacks those bags. gorillas man Dude, holy schnike they were cool. scary as fuck back they were in the scary day as fuck. They definitely were scary as fuck. Dude, man.
2: Dude,
1: gorillas in general, that fucking
0: thing Speaking of scary. fucking gorillas, dude, about Congo. Or Congo. King Kong. <laughs> yeah, I was like, fuck. We're talking dude. about Congo. Uh, King, King, King Kong, Kong. King Kong. Yeah, that it's coming looks up. They're badass, dirty. I think. They're, gonna, uh, they're leading into uh, Godzilla versus uh, King Kong. So that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited for that I'm show. I'm going to have to research that fight yeah. before I give my prediction. Godzilla yeah, right. wins
1: uh, for sure.
0: I think it's going to be Stalemate. I don't think they want to kill off either. Animal, I know,
1: but, but. Godzilla would oh, win. Oh, like in and, a real thing? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's like that movie that <laughs> yeah. they came
0: out with, fucking Freddy versus Jason. Like, Jason's going to win. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if I it's got... in a fight, straight up fight, oh, yeah. like they did in the end, like, yeah. come on now. You really yeah, but Freddy that's not how fight. Freddy fights. It's true. This he waits true. for you in your dreams. Yeah, but dude, Vegas decided to have like a U- like a UFC style professional fighting <laughs> style Wayne. Like oh, that yeah. shit. you remember yeah, that? That's... Their marketing game was on point for that movie though. Like it probably grossed a shit ton of money. And I'm yeah. sure it did. What I'm about sure an sure Alien it versus
2: Predator? Do you think they got that one right? Huh. I haven't watched know. it. You yeah, haven't <laughs> watched Alien versus Predators? Yeah. There's like seven of them now. They're like uh... more common than Fast and Furious. Huh? No. Oh well, there's probably more like four. I
0: mean there's like I think there's two. I mean no, there's technically more than two. Alien versus Predator? Yeah
2: man, I've seen 3.
0: What? There's Alien versus Predator, Alien versus Predator Requiem.
2: Then the another Alien versus <laughs> Predator. <laughs>
0: Who knows what they're fucking
1: called, but no, there's
2: one Yeah, where they're all uh they're on that that uh by the lake. It's like a it's uh, like a small town lake thing. It's not like the one where they're in uh, Alaska. You know, and they've got that tour guide, and they're going into the temple and um, everything. There's that one, or was that the first one? That was the first one.
0: Dicks. Yeah. dude, they're probably gonna make another one though.
2: I could be wrong on this.
0: Yeah, they're gonna make another one. Could be one. wrong.
2: You know, I this wanna, is this is more bro science than fact.
1: I want to see you. True. Predator <laughs> versus Autobots. That'd be dope.
0: <laughs> That'd be fucking dope. But yeah, um, we're just talking about versus know, shit. Right? This whole fucking podcast. Yeah, some of the, well, the best last, things to look up
2: on YouTube yeah. is you know last ten minutes. The last four minutes has been shit. about
0: versus shit like <laughs> this versus that, that versus this. Uh, so yeah, um, any last things, guys, before we sign out? Oh.
2: Uh. No. No. Okay. No, I think I'm, I'm
1: good. Um. Fuck the police. That's oh, how I treat them. <laughs> Um That's about all I got right yeah, now. Right?
0: All right, cool. Well, then, um, once again, listeners, we're gonna go ahead and um, sign out here in a second. I just want to give a quick shout out um, to uh, uh, Julian Apinio versus Valentina Shevchenko and jo- Donald Cerrone versus George Masvidal. Please check that out this Saturday, live and free on on Fox uh, Fox Sports One, I believe. And also, um, stay tuned for the uh, Super Bowl. We're gonna be uh, it's gonna be a crazy fucking Sunday. I believe February fifth. Mm-hmm. Uh, Falcons versus Patriots who knows maybe and, a live podcast um, yeah and then uh, one last thing for uh, uh, check out Mike's upcoming video we'll de- I'll definitely be um, broadcasting it from my end over here and then uh, we'll try- go ahead and get that uh, commercial uh, out there so you know kind of like a-, a body of work kind of yeah, thing right yeah. so if anyone's looking for a director that has great ideas and is willing to take your idea into the next level and actually you know help you turn that into something you can actually watch and possibly sell Um, Mike Gilman will be coming at you here soon so uh, stay tuned for that and uh, have a wonderful uh, was it Wednesday? wonderful Wednesday everybody everybody. happy hump day Um, uh, stay tuned for episode 16 of Long Winter Spiel should be um, up and going next week Um, this video should be uploaded by the end of today so once again signing out
1: we love you cocksuckers